Happy Tuesday, everybody. Good to see you. It's 10 o'clock. It's time for Tim with Tim. My name is Tim Harris, pastor at Woodburn Baptist Church. Makes me the uh, most blessed man alive. I love my church family so much. I love all of you. Thank you for uh, being with me today. Thank you for staying in the Word. We're in Proverbs chapter 9 today. It's not a long chapter. Proverbs chapter 9, verses 1 to 18. I uh, hope you've read ahead. I hope you're enjoying the Proverbs. It's just really good. Uh, today's an interesting chapter. I, I love it. I really, really do. Uh, it's a similar scene, kind of thing we've been seeing in the early chapters of Proverbs. Uh, picture this. You have a young man. He's standing at a fork in the road, uh, a moment of decision. Um, if I haven't already said it, you know, I would basically, if I had to, if I had to define wisdom coming out of the book of Proverbs, I would say that wisdom is the God-given ability to make uh, good decisions. It really comes down to being able to decide. And so you have this young man standing at a fork in the road. Uh, he must make a decision. And there are two women who are beckoning him, making invitations to come their way, to come her way. Now, their invitations are very similar, but radically different at the same time. One woman is wisdom. The other woman is folly, or we could say stupidity. All right. So you got wisdom and stupidity, and they're both begging you to come down their path. So Proverbs chapter nine gives you an opportunity to look at these two girls side by side. You know, remember the old dating game show back in the day? I know I, I sound like the oldest man alive when I talk like this, but yeah, back in the day. Uh, you have a bachelor, you know, and, and he would have girls behind a wall, bachelorette number one, bachelorette number two, bachelorette number three. And, you know, he'd ask them questions and they'd talk to him and then he'd have to decide which one, you know, we'll be bachelorette number one. You know, And so it's that kind of situation. We got uh, two women, wisdom and stupidity, and the young man's got to decide which one he's going to go with. All right. So it starts with wisdom. First thing you notice, wisdom is a busy girl. Uh, verses 1 through 12. Look at all of the action words associated with woman wisdom. She has built her house. Okay, this girl built her house. She carved its seven columns. Okay, carving is hard work, but she carved seven columns. She prepared a great banquet. This girl is throwing a, a, a dinner party for the entire world, and she uh, ha has cooked all the food. This is wisdom. She is a busy, busy, very industrious girl. She prepared a great banquet. She mixed the wines. She set the table. She don't have servants. She doesn't have caterers. I mean, she's doing it all herself. She sent her servants to invite everyone. I just said she didn't have servants. Okay. She doesn't have servants helping her in the kitchen. <laughs> Apparently, the servants go out and make the invitations. She calls out from the heights. I mean, she's she is having this banquet for every dummy on the face of the earth, and then she begs them all to come. Come in with me, she says, urging the simple to those who lack good judgment. She says, come eat my food. Drink the wine I have mixed. Leave your simple ways behind. You see that? So, I mean, she is a busy girl. She's associated with all of these action words. She is a woman of action and this very generous invitation just come you know come come eat the food i've prepared come drink the punch that i have mixed you know come come actually it's a rather enticing invitation why don't more people take her up on it i mean honestly 
I mean, who could turn that down? This she sounds like the, the hostess with the mostest. You know, like I, I wanna I wanna go to her party, but but why don't we? Well, verse six, uh, you gotta leave your simple ways behind. Uh, wisdom requires change. Wisdom requires change, and people just don't change for nothing. You know, I mean, actually, you probably heard people say, you know, most people got to hit rock bottom. Like, like you don't really change until the pain of changing begins to seem worse and the pain of staying the same. And for the most part, we have a very high tolerance for the pain of staying the same. I mean, we we don't like change and we don't change for nothing, you know. And so usually something drastic has to happen like stupidity, you know, but we'll get to that. Uh, you know how like in a Hobby Lobby, you got all those signs that say, you know, live, laugh, love. <laughs> you know, I make fun of that. All. You know, live, laugh, love. Everybody's got that in their kitchen now if you go to Hobby Lobby. But notice in verse six, woman wisdom's uh, little, you know, saying here, leave, live, learn. Leave your simple ways behind. Begin to live and learn to use good judgment. You got to learn something, you know, and I could say wisdom requires, you know, leaving your simple ways and learning something from your life. And yeah, you lost a whole lot of people right there at learn, you know. So why don't more people follow wisdom? Well, you got to change. And most people don't want to change. That's why you have another option here. Remember, there's bachelorette number two. She's called folly or uh, otherwise known as stupidity. So here is woman stupidity. And it turns out there she is too. She is brash. Now, that, that's, that's the word New Living Translation uses. In other words, she's loud too. Woman wisdom is calling out on the streets, calling out to everybody. But you know, sister stupidity, she is brash, which means she is louder. She's louder. If you put the two women, you know, on separate street corners, you know, stupidity is always going to get noticed first. She's louder and she's brass, you know. So one way or the other, she's the one everybody's going to notice. She's the one that's going to get your attention. She's ignorant and doesn't know it. Okay, I, I can't back this up. I don't know if it's scientific, but in, in, in my experience, that's the most dangerous kind of fool there is. You know, the fool who is a fool and don't even know they're a fool. Like, this fool actually thinks she's smart, you know? Like, you know what I mean? That's the most dangerous kind of fool that there is. Notice, she sits in her doorway. <laughs> Again, we're comparing the two bachelorettes, right? Bachelorette number one was busy. She had all these action words associated. She was building her house. She was carving columns. But stupidity here, she's just sitting in her door, you know? She ain't getting up. She ain't been up. You know, she has not been busy. She not been busy in a long time, you know. She got one word associated with her, and it is she sits. There you go. She sits in her doorway overlooking the city. She calls out to men going by, too. I mean, again, it's the same invitation. Come in with me. I mean, it's literally verse 4 and then verse 16. Same words. Come in with me. Same invitation. However, um, verse 17, yeah, she's offering you food. I wouldn't call it a banquet. And matter of fact, she didn't go to any trouble. You know, <laughs> it's stolen apparently is what verse 17 says. In other words, she didn't prepare none of this. You know, she got water, you know, bottles, you know, whatever. They're stolen. She, she, the bottom line is she didn't do anything. 
to prepare this. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a very stark comparison here. And then food eaten in secret. It's a hard phrase to translate there, but the idea is here. She got secrets, you know, stupidity. She's got secrets. In other words, you're going to come in with her and you're going to find out a whole lot that she didn't tell you up front because <laughs> that's how stupidity works. If you really thought this through, if you really knew everything you were getting into, you probably wouldn't come in with her, you know? Uh, so she got secrets. Things she's not going to tell you up front, but then you come inside and all of a sudden you start realizing, mm, you know, this girl ain't what I thought. Um, little do they know that the dead are there. In other words, she's not offering life. Woman wisdom was offering life, but no, uh, uh, stupidity, she's, she's only offering death. You know, Whew. so there you go. Is it going to be bachelorette number one or bachelorette number two? You know, you got two paths to choose here. It is the most fundamental decision of your life. Which path will you choose? Will you go the way of wisdom or will you uh, just go ahead, lay in your doorway here like stupidity and choose the path of folly? One leads to life. One leads to death. Uh, like I said, if the definition of wisdom is the God-given ability to make good decisions, then according to verse 10, which is repeated throughout the Proverbs, the first decision you need to make is to fear the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's the first and most important commitment you make, and that is a commitment to put God first. You fear Him. You put Him in the place of reverence and priority in your life. That's where wisdom begins. It's the first choice you make, and that's the choice that determines all the other choices. It's the beginning of wisdom. Do, do you see that? Also, verses 10 and 11, they remind us that uh, um, uh, choices have consequences. If wisdom is making good choices, choices have consequences. Wisdom will multiply your days, will add years to your life. You become wise, you'll be the one to benefit. But if you scorn wisdom, you'll be the one to suffer. Choices have consequences, but I, th I think by now we all know uh, fools don't believe in consequences. Uh, so there you go. Uh, uh, chapter 10 for tomorrow. We'll pick up right here. Chapter 10, verses 1 to 32. We're turning a corner now. Chapter 10 begins formerly what's called the Proverbs of Solomon. And so from uh, for what we'll read tomorrow and, and then from here on for a while, uh, it's just what you expect with the Proverbs. I've been calling them beads on a string. They don't necessarily connect, but it's just one wise saying after another, and that's for tomorrow. So ahead of tomorrow, pick out the, the proverb in chapter 10 you like best and be ready to put it in the comments. Uh, did I say I love you guys? I love you all so much. Uh, I love chapter nine. I think that's kind of fun. Uh, bachelorette number one, bachelorette number two, you're going to choose. Uh, I love you all so much. Have a great day. A beautiful Tuesday. I'll see you in the morning, Lord willing, 10 o'clock for 10 with 10. I'll see you tomorrow.